This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays, Jim and Tom. Uh, this is our second Marvel episode of 2018, Tom. But before we get into the topic on hand, last week we said that we were going to talk about Rampage because I went and saw it. <laughs> I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, I didn't hate it. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the kids, Banks liked it. Um, so. I, I enjoyed the science behind it. I liked the the evil corporation. And I really, yeah. the thing that stuck out to me was uh, in the Malin Ackerman's office. There was an old arcade game of Rampage in the background. I don't know yeah. if you caught that. That was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was probably my favorite part of the entire movie. Was that and then the Dave and Buster sign getting ripped off the wall in Chicago. <laughs> and and I saw it alone, like creep. And uh, when that happened, I was like, "There's going to be a game at Dave and Buster's for Rampage." Yeah, the new Rampage. Yep, I've seen all 900 commercials in the past two days. But it was uh, it was good. It was a, uh, it was a good, as Chuck would say from the Active Geek podcast, uh, popcorn flick. Yeah, and and The Rock is so charismatic, like he can carry it. So I think he did a good job. Yeah, and you know he, I was surprised, and I guess I guess this is a spoiler for people who want to see Rampage. So fast forward fifteen seconds, but I was surprised that Joe Manganiello died so quickly. Yeah, I. I was kind of, you know, that was weird. Um, I thought he was going to, like, it's a pretty, he's not a huge name, but it's a big name to get to die fast. Yeah, I thought that he was set up to be the bad guy with, with Malin Ackerman. And uh, it just, uh, it wasn't the case. So, uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It'll be, uh, it'll probably get a sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just for Rock's name alone, it'll get a sequel. Yeah, and at the end when... You know the this the fake out. I was like, oh, that was that was a good fake out at the end. It was uh, it was kind of graphic too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, the monsters getting wrecked were kind of graphic. Yep. It was uh, although I you know I like it so I'm yeah. we we're not going to do a whole hour on rampage. What we're actually yeah. going to talk about, and you know this, and the listeners by now will know this because I I put it on the title. But we are talking Thanos and the Black Order in anticipation for. Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. Yep. I can't wait. Um, or do you have tickets no, yet? No. I Because uh, I never know when I'm going to be off work. And I don't know. For next week, pretty busy. Next week, obviously, yeah. birthday. And we have the con coming up that yep. we're going to. So I wasn't sure when I'd get tickets for this. Yeah. The, I'm, go, I'm seeing it on Thursday night at 1130. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, off, I'm off on Friday because I'm, I'm doing the three-day con thing. Right. So I'll be seeing it twice by Friday morning. Because I think I went. I mean, I'll definitely take them, and the kids always want to go see it. So yeah, it's going to be. I don't don't know when it's going to be. You know, when I'm going to get tickets because apparently everything's sold out. Yeah, it was. It was really hard to find two tickets for for me and Chelsea. We had to pick the 11:30 show. We would have tried to go for like an earlier show, but it was uh, it was booked. So. We need to get into the topic at hand, and that is Thanos and the Black Order. You and I both know Thanos, but some of our uh, devoted sci-fi listeners who are here for the space sci-fi may not know Thanos, who was created in February of 1973 by Jim Starlin and Mick Frederick. And uh, Thanos entered the Marvel uh, Mar- sorry Thanos entered Marvel Comics in Iron Man number 55, and he's also known as the Mad Titan. And as of 2017, he's been called Dion. Thanos is the son of Mentor and the brother of Star Fox and the main villain of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and is said that Thanos was created during a psychology class by uh, where Jim Sterling, Starling was uh, yeah. was in. And I found that pretty cool that him and Drax the Destroyer were created in a psychology class. Right. So, yeah, uh, and if you look at uh, like the original, Jim Starling's original like, stuff from the 70s and the 80s, it's pretty trippy. I mean... It's got that uh, that Doctor Strange feel to it, yeah. so you know I can see how that could happen. And you can definitely tell that he appreciated the works of Jack Kirby. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, he, well, 
this is lifted almost directly from Darkseid. Yeah. And Thanos is, yeah. Yeah, the only difference between uh, Thanos and Darkseid is the fact that Thanos wears a gold glove. Yeah. That's pretty much, yeah. you know, it's it's the same thing overall. I mean, the... I mean, powers-wise, but that's because one's a god and one needs a glove to have the powers, but, you know. Yeah, yeah but the deviant gene and, like, the, the, bat, the, the segregation right. of... Of different uh, and, entities, yeah. And the obsession with death that they both have. Yeah. You know, anti-life equation in, in DC and and called death in, in Marvel, so. Who, do you think that Hela is going to be Lady Death? Well, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the Dark Water and stuff like that, but she, she shows up in in the original run of the uh, Thanos or the Dark Order. Dark Order came out in 2015. I think they're called um, called Sidian. I think is the name of the what they're going to be called on the uh, the movie, right? No, it's uh, the Black Order. Okay, right, and right, Black Order. Cole Obsidian is it was was a name in the early comics of the whole group, but Cole Obsidian is yeah. now a member of the. Guy. Yeah, it's uh, they replaced his name with Black uh, Black Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, because they couldn't have Black Dwarf because that could be offensive to two different groups. Uh huh. And yeah, but they could just call him Super Giant, which I didn't put in here because Super Giant's a weird name. But um, well, yeah, the original run that you know in the comics had a Hell is a big part of it. You know, she, you know, she. She kills Proxima Midnight in the comics. Yeah. And and kind of like, you know, promises Thanos that, that she can kill him. So. Yeah, and, you know, we don't really know where Hela is at this moment. We we saw in Thor Ragnarok the events that happened when Surtur was brought to life with the Eternal Flame. He blew up Rag, uh, Asgard. So a lot yeah. of people are saying, you know, Hela is gone, Hela is dead, whatever. But she can regenerate, and I don't know if full Ragnarok can destroy her regeneration powers, but she has also slipped through the cracks before. So yeah, I don't. That's kind I, of her deal. Yeah. I mean, that's what, how she slipped through the cracks to get to where she was in Ragnarok, so. So I, I'm curious to see if she makes an appearance in the Infinity War, because I believe, you know, having a, a character and an actor in the caliber of Kate Blanchett, you don't just one off her. Right. You know, she's a she's a big powerful name, your first female villain. I think it's time you bring her in and uh you know, maybe not maybe not this, maybe towards the end we see her walk in cuz there there's probably like 30 to 40 characters, big names that we're going to see in this movie including the villains and, you know, every other minor role player, but bringing her into a movie full of all those characters might be a little oversaturation, so maybe bringing her in at the like the end credit scene. And ushering her into the Infinity War Part Two, which uh, which yeah, we don't know. Yeah, there is... could be a mystery um, character that turns out to be her. I mean, you know, she could be regaining her strength or whatever, and and could you know play a, a huge part in it. So we don't know. Yeah. So, what do you think of Thanos as a, as like a villain in general? We know he's kind of ripped off from Jack Kirby's creation of Darkseid in DC, but what are your thoughts on on Thanos? I, they made him, I, you know, he, he was, Jim Starling basically introduced the cosmic side of everything, and which, you know, led to like basically the gu- like Guardians, Guardians and Nova, the Galaxy, Nova and, and, um, Captain Marvel, Titans and the Inhuman, stuff like that. So Drax the Destroyer and, and even like, well, I guess the X-Men introduced the, the Shai or, or Shiar Empire. But, you know, right. he also helped introduce uh, the Eternals. Yeah. Which are, so, it's rumored to get, a, we're getting a movie about the Eternals. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think that's yeah. just the battle of the new gods. Yeah, and um, so I, I, it could be, you know, uh, he was copied directly, but he's kind of so important now, and he's done so much that, uh, you know, he set himself apart, and he's really important to the universe. And um, and his like, besides him being powerful, which he is kind of overpowered, you know, 
but his obsessions with death and like his love affair that he has with the you know personification of death is is kind of deep, and I like it. I like listening to or like reading that, and I you know like to see the things that he does for death. Yeah, he he's and that runs through everything. That's always there. That he's always no matter what, and he's looking for death, trying to impress her. Yeah, he's chasing her. He's he wants her. It's they look at me. Look at what I'm doing. And you know, before like we know. We're, we know Thanos now because of the Infinity Gauntlet and the powers that he'll have with all the stones collected. But before having the Infinity Gauntlet, he's a pretty powerful force with the general superhero strength and speed and stuff like that. But he's yeah. he's mastered every form of science. He can manipulate energy. He can tele, uh, teleport. And he has the power of telekinesis. That's all before the Infinity Gauntlet. When, when he puts well, that on, yeah, he's, a, he's a god, like you said. He had all that stuff, and then he, you know... He found. Did he? Did he also find celestial? Uh, like, um, I thought he was one of the guys that found some celestial artifacts and stuff like that. Yeah, um, when he was when he was uh, ravaging the world on his one of his ships called the Sanctuary. Yeah, and then he kind of like integrated that into himself and became kind of biotic. Yeah, um, and that's part of the reason why we haven't really seen him because of the celestials we have in the the MCU at this point. You know, Ego was right. was a huge celestial, and he's presumed dead. Uh, his planet blew up, and then the Grandmaster and the Collector they they don't seem to be as strong as everyone makes them out to be. So I'm sure we'll get like some backstory of how he disco- discovered some celestial artifacts and. You know, now with Odin and yeah. and some more power of the Ancient One, once those characters are gone, that's why we're seeing him. Yeah, there there was a, you must have seen the same meme that I saw that was floating around. And, well, it, it's a meme that leads into kind of a fan theory that the reason Thanos didn't make his move until now, for whatever reason, is because the Ancient One was alive. Uh, Odin. Odin was still alive. And Ego, for whatever reason was still alive and and the thing is like ego is the only one that i kind of have a little bit of a problem because like he really didn't seem to care about her but i guess he cared about it enough that you know it kept Thanos away it makes it doesn't i mean it's not perfect but it it, it could be you know a jumping off point for the next storyline yeah i mean over the the timeline as far as mcu is concerned they've killed all three of those powerful beasts and yeah, uh, it's, yeah. you know, we've seen Thanos, I think, what, we've seen him three times? So Avengers, yeah. Guardians, and Age of Ultron. So we've seen him the three times. If you were to rank him in terms of, like, comic villains, maybe Mar- just we can just go Marvel. What, where would you put him? Because rights-wise, he was the, the biggest they could get. You know, there's Doctor Doom, there's oh, Magneto, yeah, yeah. you know, Gal- Galactus. Where do you put him uh, amongst those guys? Uh, he's got to be... He's up there with Galactus power-wise, right? Like, I mean, he, like, wiped out half of, you know, all living beings in the universe. Yeah, with the gauntlet. And, and, if he has yeah. the gauntlet, then he's top. He's, like, up in the top. Yeah, with, I mean, famously, with the snap of his fingers, he wiped everybody out. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. But, um, I don't know. Like, Gal- Galactus has got to be up there. And Earthbound, uh... I think Doom is the most powerful Earthbound. Yeah. So he, Mag- like, can't forget about Magneto. Yeah, but Magneto's always like flirting with being a good guy. That's like, true. His, Ma- I I think Magneto's what started Magneto on a path. He's a good like makes him potentially an anti-hero. But I guess then again, Doom just trying to protect his country. But yeah, you know who knows. And whatever, you know, it depends on what you think about Galactus, what his real goal is. But, um, yeah, I, I'd say, like, to if right after Galactus as an ultimate, you know, bad guy, that's big multiple appearances. There's a lot of bad guys that might be more powerful, but they're not, like, they don't show up, like, to beyond as powerful, but yeah, you don't see him as often. <clears throat> well, I have, I did some research because I knew I was going to ask you this, but comic book Vine which is through IGN, has him number 47 of all time. Really? Yeah, and I wrote down who who beats him. So, Harley Quinn, Talia al Ghul, Baron Zemo, Mystique, and Catwoman were some of the ones that really stuck out to me that 
Like it was, really? Yeah, Catwoman being like the t- top, like she was like top twenty, sure. and and Darkseid. I mean, I guess because she's iconic, but yeah, Mystique. I mean, I guess she, you know, she can shapeshift and all that fun stuff, but you know, Harley. I mean, obviously, it's not based on power. Yeah, it's based on uh, you know popularity, popularity, and and you know what resonates, but that's that's. Yeah, and you know the the inspiration for Thanos Darkseid sits at number six for Comic Vine, which is which is a huge difference. And then I went on Wizard, who has him at number twenty two, with Darkseid sitting number twenty three. So I'm more prone to go with Wizard's ranking because, like, I I put it like overall comic villains. I think Thanos is in the top twenty. Yeah, in, in terms of like my popular like popular opinion. You know, I put like the Venom and the Symbiotes before him, but as far as Venom pow- is fun, yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, but as far, far as powers go, he he's top ten of comics in my mind. You know, and that's yeah. that's just Marvel and DC. I'm, you know, you could go into the Image stuff and the Vertigo stuff with like the Saint of All Killers and put him in there. But I don't know, he's he's a top dog for the MCU, and I think after the the Avengers Infinity War, I think after all this stuff and the events happen his stock is going to rise even more. Like, he might be top five all time, just yeah. based on this. Um, I, I mean, they're obviously going to write that into it, and and they're already, like, you know, they're adapting, you know, the Black Order just came out in, like, 2015, so obviously the movies and the, and the comics are working together, you know, to read a story. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely going to be a big deal soon, you yeah. know bigger deal so we'll get to the black order in a bit but we talked about having the rights to to thanos and being because like historically and most of our listeners know marvel didn't have the rights to galactus and dr doom and magneto and stuff like that so thanos was the right choice because we had the right marvel had the rights to him but he is one of the strongest eternals before and after his encounters with death and he's held his you know he's held his own against odin and he's even taking Galactus to the ground. So, in the in the scope of things, do you think Marvel made the right decision to include Thanos as the end game for ten years of movies? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as um, you know, Marvel had to work with what they had. You know, let's talk ten years ago. And the only thing they had that they were able to, to release and work with was the Avengers. Yep. And and the culmination of any Avengers story as the group, the Avengers, I think leads to Thanos. Uh, you know, you can make an argument for maybe the Beyonder, maybe, I don't know. Ultron? Ultron. But Ultron has kind of become blasé in the comic books. He's not that big yeah. a deal. Like, him showing up is not that crazy. And even his, like what they use of old, you know, they, they use him as armor and stuff like that. And they, they kind of like, he's not that big a deal in the comic book. Yeah, you're right. So, whereas Thanos has always stayed a pretty big, pretty relevant deal, even into, you know, he had the black order, you know, attack earth. So yeah, a couple versions of the black order too. We've seen, uh, a Thanos led black order and then a Corpus glaive, uh, led black order, which is, which gives me a theory that, you know, I think that maybe we'll see more of the Black Order. I don't think ha- uh, most of them die, in my mind. Well, in the comic book, some of them die. Yeah, oh yeah. But, so, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think, uh, they, I mean, it seems like the idea for the Black Order was, was, was strictly for, you know, the comic books were written for the movies, to you know, come into the movies, I think. Because it, it came out in 2015, and it kind of fits all the pieces fit basically is what I'm saying. And so, I think they go with like if you look, there's everybody. They don't all die. They you know, but they're all very powerful, and they all kind of like fade away and you know get re reshuffled, and some of them get trapped in certain ways. So. I think they're going to stick around, at least for these two movies. Yeah, I, I think and, so, too. And, and cause some havoc. Um, the, only villain, uh, the only villain I could see them having replaced Thanos with was is something like Hydra, which seems, you know, yeah. that they did the Secret Empire comic storyline uh, last summer, 
and you know you had gold skull where red skull had a golden skull and then cap was evil and that could have been a really cool storyline if they didn't have the rights to thanos and they wanted to push the more red skull because historically red skull i mean from early cap years to current he's still in the 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 comics so i could see them doing that but i'm glad they went with thanos because it does like you have half of your universe is centered in space with you know thor and loki and the guardians and now captain marvel coming in so bringing them all having it you know they protect space but then bringing them into the mcu through a father you know with gamora and nebula because historically nebula is his granddaughter but having that happen i you know i think it was perfect because you know you bring in somebody who could have fought odin if it if had uh, need be and could have fought the ancient one i would have loved to see Attila swinton and thanos battle though so I, right. I, you know, building up to this moment, you know, you you talked about having the Avengers and for comic arcs, you need to have the big end of the world destruction type end game character, yeah. and that's Thanos in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. So, and like I was saying, like if you if you look at every one of the the Black Order, they all died, you know, in a way. Well, the ones that have died, like the Black Dwarf, got beat. In, in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So that sets that up for him to go to Wakanda in the movie. You know, that it, it lines up perfectly. Um, you know, the Illuminati had a little bit to do with this, but we're not going to see the Illuminati, but, you know... We have the characters it, it, now. Yeah, I mean, it would be... And I was thinking of this when I was, you know, we were researching everything. It would be a pretty interesting way to bring in, you know... Any of the members of the Illuminati, because they do have ownership of all. Well, I don't know if they, right now, if they have ownership, but I mean, so bring in the idea. They could, yeah, they could, they could have had T'Challa, um, Tony Stark, Stephen Strange, and then they could have moved. Uh, they could have moved somebody else into that. You know, they could Black Bolt. Yeah, they can get Black Bolt in there. And like, I don't know, like, I don't think the deal is done with Fox, so they can't bring in Professor X or anything. But or Reed Richards, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they could, you know. They could create an Illuminati of sorts and, 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 you know. It'll be like Happy Hogan, Pepper Potts, Jane Foster. That's the Illuminati in the MCU. Can you imagine? Yeah. That'd be awful. <laughs> that would be the worst. Yeah, and they do – the point you made about the comics being written for the movies is perfect because they do line up with the movies. You know, you have some an event that took place in 2015 or 2016, and they're – the Russos and whoever's directing the films are going to say, okay, that worked in the comics. Let's put it on the screen. Show them that we're paying attention and we're doing our homework. And the moment, like the first reveal for Thanos for me was like a, it was an, Oh shit moment. You didn't, you didn't know what was going to happen. So at the end it was like, wow. And it it was what? 2011. The Avengers came out. Yeah. Yeah. So 2011, you see the first real reveal of, uh, of Thanos. What was your reaction when they said when you you found out that Thanos was the MCU big bad? I was you know because I really I still didn't know even at that point with the Avengers like we knew that you know Marvel was just making hit after hit but we really didn't know what their ultimate goal was. We thought it, so when I saw Thanos, I was like, okay, now we're getting like. Now it's all going to, like, lead somewhere. That is the, the point. Like, at some point, no matter what other little storylines that they, they they pick up and run through, uh, no matter what happens, Thanos is the endgame whenever they decide to make an endgame. You know, Civil War was fun. Um, all the, the, you know, the, the standalone movies were fun. But it all, you know, it... it, it it, to me, it was like, wow, that's a lot of work. Like, yeah. you, I've never seen that for a production, like, uh, you know, a, a group of movies that kind of all just led to one movie now. Yeah, you have to uh, get you have to get a lot of actors and actresses and directors to play ball for 10 years. Yeah. You know, you hear it all. 10 the- years and umpteen, you know, 15 movies. And you got to, you know, extend people, to, you know, past certain points and... Yep, because they got they got to go from getting big to small and small to big, and you know you got to put yeah. your body through all like rigorous trainings, and it's 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 ridiculous because like you hear all these these film companies that want to do cinematic universes, and yeah. 
you're like if you're like me uh, my whole thing is like yeah yeah we'll see it when it happens and they they want to do cinematic universes before marvel perfected it then marvel comes along and says you know th- we have phases there's phases to this shit so we're going to do phase one phase two phase three and the end game will be thanos and i was like yeah you know that's all well and good that's a great plan i can't wait to see it but then they perfected it to the point that everybody else is now trying to take the marvel approach it's just it it blows my mind how every movie from the very first iron man to black panther with movies like ant-man and guardians of the galaxy all played minor roles to get to where we're at now yeah they're all like they're all trying to do what marvel did but everybody's getting a little you know marveled out a little maybe Yo, so, James Cameron is certainly getting marveled out. Yeah, but now he wants to give us 13 Avatar movies that nobody wants. Yeah, and a reboot so of uh, Terminator. Yeah. Oh, he's well, he, and, he, he's a hater. Yeah. Take a term from the kids. And nobody cares about his stupid movies. Yeah. And the fun thing is, through the Fox and Disney deal, Marvel is acquiring the rights... Or not Marvel, I'm sorry. Disney is acquiring the rights to Avatar which you're sitting there rooting for you're rooting against Marvel which is under the same umbrella parent company right. that your property all 37 sequels that you're giving us in a 10 year period you know he took 10 years off from Avatar to put the new one out you know what i mean so he's just taking he's just he's shit talking like his cousin his movie cousin it's just like, it's like him saying oh we're done with Star Wars too he might as well just say we're done with Disney yeah well, there's got to be, you know, to, to go on one of our side quests here. There is, you know, more or Disney's in a bubble. Like, the bubble's expanding, and they're engulfing everything. I mean, this could go on forever. Who knows? But, you know, maybe that bubble might burst eventually. I don't know. They're almost too big to fail. Yeah. Because they've just gobbled up so much. But, listen, you know. I hope Av- you, I hope Avatar fails. <laughs> I hate I hate Avatar. Well, that's the thing about Disney is something's going to fail. Sometimes things fail all the time. Like every year, I'm sure they produce a movie that fails. Oh, John Carter. All, yeah, Tomorrowland. The thing is, they put out ten other movies <coughs> that are good, that are great. So you know, it gets kind of buried. Yeah, well, when you so. think. You think about the the movie that they put out like um, this year, The Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, that was kind of a dud. People saw it, but it wasn't what Disney expected. It was an Oprah Winfrey movie where we're thinking it's going to break two billion dollars, and it kind of drifted off to the side. And then they, they're going to put out The Incredibles and all the Marvel and stuff and Solo, which may or may not be a, a dud. But people are going to forget about A Wrinkle in Time because Black Panther made. A, Buku bucks and Avengers is probably going to be like a five million dollar or five billion dollar movie. So I, yeah, I, I don't. Know. I mean, who knows? Well, that's another thing, dude. Who knows? This it's going to make a billion dollars fast. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, um, if all the theater for all the theaters in New Jersey are pretty much sold out for opening night, and the weekend's right. pretty tough too, I think yeah, this is going to be one hell of a movie in money wise. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna make money fast. Maybe the fastest ever to a billion. Maybe the most, you know, if it's good, it's just gonna make money no matter if it's good or not. And then if it's good, it's gonna make money for, you know, it's gonna be top for easily a month. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how much money I think it's gonna make. It's probably gonna. You know, it's it's probably going to be Deadpool, and if it's still in theaters, it's going to be Deadpool and Solo. I think people are yeah. still going to be going to see that. Because I don't think anybody's excited for Solo. No. I think people are excited for Lando, but not Solo. No. I don't know. Let, no. Let's go back. We'll leave this side well, quest. And, but, you know, the more trailers I see of, of Deadpool, the more excited I am for that. Yeah, I'm very excited for Deadpool. I, I mean, I'm not as... You know, definitely more excited for Avengers, but you know, Deadpool is nice to be seen too. Yeah, Deadpool is a fun movie. I'm going to see it in theaters. I'll see Solo in theaters too. You know, because I, yeah, I'm, ob- I'm obligated to. We're going to do an episode on it and on both podcasts. But <laughs> you know, we we're going to go back to Thanos and the MCU and the introduction to him. We've seen two different versions, actually three look different looks. So we had the Damien Poitier version that we saw yeah. in 
in Guardian or in uh, the Avengers, and then we saw Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy in, in his full armor, sitting in the chair, and then we see all the stills and all the footage of Thanos in our uh, Infinity War stuff. Which version did you like better? Like, which design were you more of a fan of? I think maybe the original uh, I, Kevin Portier. I'm the same thing, Damien Portier. Yeah, he was. Damien. It was great. Yeah, he I, he looked the most like the part. It looks like the Thanos we're getting is not wearing armor, and isn't the same color. Right, so <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he just came to fight and he just took everything off. I don't know how they're going to see that, but yeah, I think. It, it's, I think the only time yeah. we see Thanos in armor is when he's he's on Gamora's home planet, and he's okay. he's killing. Yeah. I guess he's like killing her parents. Yeah, yeah. Okay. because we're and the color thing is big because it actually brought it up on another podcast that we that I do, um, where you know he did change drastically. He went from that dark magenta to like a, a lilac right. color now. So I I'm 100 percent on board with you. The Damien Portier one because it's practical, but yeah. You know, I do like the the current version because it's, it's he's super buff. I like that version better than I liked the armored version in Guardians of the Galaxy. If, if that makes any <clears> sense, because I think each way, each way, or each reason way we saw Thanos, it's progressed. Di- like everything's been different. There's been different shading. There's been different looks. In yeah. It. And I mean, when we saw Damian Portier's version, they didn't have Josh Brolin signed on yet. Yeah, and, you know, we didn't know Josh Brolin was going to put himself through the hell that he put himself to become Cable. Yeah. So, so I mean, he's got to be, now he's CGI, he's got to stay that way. Not that you could ever get to the proportions, but the original Thanos wasn't big. No. You know, it was after he started experimenting on, on himself with the biotics and stuff, or biotics and stuff, that's when he got bigger and bigger. And, and they, that's where we get them now. So. And the attention to detail about, like, Thanos' experiments into science and, and in the comics and everything like that pay, pays dividends into the movies as well because of what he did to Nebula and Gamora. So it, it further strengthens your point of what you were saying about how they pay, they go back to the comics and, you know, a lot of stuff yeah. isn't comic-based anymore. You know, like take DC, for example. A lot of that stuff is we're, we're going to do what we're going to do because it's going to make money and we'll we'll pay, we'll stay away from as much of the comics as we possibly can. I don't know. Or like the Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Well, yeah. But, I mean, the stories are there. They, they, they're they deeply rooted in, in the comics. And we're getting, you know, condensed versions of of the comics. But, you know, yeah. comics ran for, you know, in, in Captain uh, America's case, you know, 70 years. But, you know, we get the condensed versions of his story and then the, the, the Civil War story and stuff like that. So, and then they're adapting it to this overarch, you know, this arc, which I kind of like. You know, I, I like that. I don't know when they made the idea that they're going to have Thanos, but they did. And now everything started to like, okay, well, this is where we have to go. And, you know, here's our little arc that we had. We knew we were going to be doing the Civil War. And, Ultron and all these other things, but this is how we have to tie it all into Thanos now, and, and they've done a great job of that. I think. Yeah, I agree. I I would have killed to to be in the the room when they were planning out the MCU, yeah. like just picking characters and like the because you know like Kevin Feige and and um, Joss Whedon, they're nerds. Like they're they're yeah. us with just more access to the stuff that we love. I would have just loved to see them fighting over who gets who gets to be in the MCU, when they get to happen, like what the timeline is, and who the big bad is. Because I don't know if Thanos was the only one that they wanted. Maybe it was some. Maybe they were trying to like bring an onslaught if they weren't using him in the X-Men, if Fox didn't have him. Because there were characters that Marvel yeah. had that Fox didn't know they had. So it could have been completely different. And I'm, I'm glad they, they settled with Thanos because he's going to be, I mean, he's going to wreak havoc on the MCU. And it's going to be a sad, sad, sad movie. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. going to cry. I've talked about it before. I'm going to cry in this movie. It's going to be, you know, I think at this point we're expecting somebody to die. You know, whatever. And uh, I think we're, you know, we have expectations. And it would be neat if, you know, it'd be neat if T'Challa died. Or it'd be neat if Stephen, like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then, you know, but we know it's not going to happen. I read a theory that 
everyone's gonna die and then they're just gonna use the time stone and go back like someone's gonna like hawkeye will walk in or like ant-man was hiding and he goes to the yeah. the time stone and just re- reverts everything i don't that's i don't think great. that's let, let's talk deaths while we're on the topic of it what what are you expecting from the movie in terms of death like who who do you think is going to die i think captain america is going to die um I agree. for a bunch of reasons i think it's written that way i think it's leading that way i think he's going to be the first one to literally like throw himself on the, the spear and and i think he you know writing wise he was supposed to die in civil war yeah so uh, i i think and and in the real world we also got the fact that he's his contract's up and he has no extension whereas uh robert downey jr has uh a couple i think he's got he signed on for like two more movies well i don't know about so, that i didn't yeah, know about that yeah i think he extended his contract to two movies well, that kind of sucks because it gives us some spoilers like we know that wakanda can't go away because it's got more movies and yeah. we know that doctor you know, strange so, yeah Whereas, like, I think, so I, I, I think Thor's going to die. I agree. Um, because I think there's going to be some kind of fight in, 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 uh, on the ship or whatever. And he, I think, and, you know, they're going to die the hero's death. And I think Thor's, Thor's going to die the, the, the death that takes him to Valhalla. And in Thor's place, you might have Loki switching sides. I think Loki's a bad guy. And I, I it never made any sense to me why yeah. he, but I think he's going to switch sides to be a good guy because you see Thor die. I think he's going to die too. Yeah, I, I think eventually he will. I think Loki uh, dies. And, and, and we have we have uh, what's her name? I don't. What, what's the uh, Valkyrie? Valkyrie. We have Valkyrie now, so I think Valkyrie's going to kind of like slide into Thor's place, you know. So. Oh, do you think she picks up the hammer? Oh, well, the hammer's destroyed. You think she picks up the the battle axe? Yeah, well, is it going to be Stormbringer? I or think is so. It going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be Stormbringer. Because I mean, he's going. We know that he goes to the, the 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 forge. Yep. And and stuff like that. So, I I if it's if if Odin's dead, Thor has the ability to do these things because that means he's got the Odin force. I think he could easily make a huge dent in the fight. He's the, and I think he's the main one that could fight him. Yeah, do you think he kill? Do you think Thor, like, kills one of the, the main Black Order members? Do you think he goes up against, um, the Cold Obsidian? I mean, he's got impenetrable no, skin. No. Do you think Cold Obsidian is just going to stay right on Wakanda, fight the Hulk, maybe? Yeah, I think he gets. You know, comic book wise, he gets beat pretty bad in in Wakanda, and then Thanos regroups and sends everybody to, to Wakanda. Yeah, because in the comic book, and that's why I think I think personally I think what's going to happen is whatever stones missing is the re- like I think you think the soul stones in Wakanda. Yeah, and I think the soul stone is responsible for the the meteor maybe. Okay, and it has something to do with the the, the heart shaped herb. But let's say it's in the meteor. I think a deep how like Thanos gets his hands on it. And then it has to be destroyed, and I think it depowers Wakanda. Yeah, well, you, so I think that the ahead. next movie is going to be a depowered Wakanda, and then figuring out how they're going to do what they do without all the you know advanced technology and stuff like that. Yeah, how they're going to open up the world, right? Like, and they, you know, they said they're going to open up Wakanda to the world, and then the world's going to see Wakanda for what it true, like what it isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now they have nothing. Yeah, and you, you know, now they're not the advanced country that they thought they were. And sure, he's just got to come up with stuff. Yeah, and the point that you made about what we see, like the the footage with everybody going to Wakanda, you know, the Black Order and the Outriders, which historically the Outriders are sent to Thanos, uh, sent by Thanos to the planet, and the Outriders are those monster looking. They look like steroided up Shatari, but they, yeah. he sends them to the weaker planets to let the people pledge allegiance to Thanos, and they're sending them to the. Uh, probably the strongest part of earth with Wakanda. Yeah. Which is now I'm sure Thanos doesn't know this has what I think is the secret Avengers there. Rhodey okay. cap, the yeah. Hulk, um, Falcon, black widow, stuff like that. I think that's the, the secret Avengers. 
But in terms of depth, we'll go back to depth. I think Cap's going to die. I think Loki, Thor, I wrote those guys down. I think Black Widow's dead, and I think that's what brings Hawkeye to leave the Hawkeye mantle and possibly take up the Ronin mantle, which would be cool. Yeah, something makes him turn to Ronin. I just don't know how Ronin makes an impact. I never knew how... I always liked Hawkeye, but, you know, as the eyes and, like, as a, like, like... A strategic factor with him being able to do the things he does, it made kind of sense. But now it's like a hand-to-hand combatant. Like I don't know. Like I don't know how he makes an impact in, in the, the game. Yeah, there's not one character that, like, especially in the Black Order. You think Corvus Glaive is a, a monster before he ha- he handles that pike that he has, and when he has that, he's an immortal. Cole Obsidian right. has um, impenetrable skin, and a bone arrow is not going to go through that. Proxima yeah. Midnight is one of the toughest hand-to-hand combatants in the galaxy. And then um, Ebony Maul is one of the smartest and the most persuasive and powerful mystics in all yeah. the, the world. And you saw what you, you saw what he did to Doctor Strange in the, the preview. Yeah. Hawkeye's not well, going to... Who the hell yeah, is Hawkeye preview, fighting? And in the, in the comic books, he goes to... He, he basically takes over... Um, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, yeah, he, and, he becomes and, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. So, they, no, there's nothing that can happen. That's why I'm like, you know, so he turns the Ronin, then what? Like, maybe, maybe he goes off and tries to recruit people because of shield, shield being gone, or maybe he, I, I don't know. I just, I want to know where Ronin goes, and not Ronin the Accuser because we know he's coming back and retcon to the 1990s in Captain Marvel. But I also I also think that some of the we're gonna see some of the original guardians die. I think Drax. I mean, this is it for Drax. His main yeah. his main end game from Guardians One was to find Thanos and kill him. So you know he's gonna go crazy and try and kill Thanos. I think that's gonna be the end of Dave Bautista. And you know he's he wants to get back in WWE and he's doing this uh, Hotel Artemis and he's doing uh, Eternal Warrior for Valiant Comics. I think he's gone. I think Gamora. I think a good part, a good story would be if he wasn't, he's kind of a big star, but if he was like a less of a big star, you know what, he's not that big of a star, is as soon as he sees Thanos, he goes and tries to fight on the Thanos, kills him in like one punch. Yeah, that's where we get the snap. Yeah, so that would be kind of cool, like quickly kills him. I would, I would I like would, to, I think that'd be neat. I'd like to see him take the gauntlet off and fight Drax without the powers. Right. Like, this is what we're going to do. And go back to what you said. He runs up, just punches him one time, cold cocks him, he's dead. I think I think both daughters of Thanos are going to die, too. I think Nebula's gone and Gamora could possibly die as well. Right. What do you think? Because I mean, Nebula plays a huge part in the comic lore with Adam Warlock. And we don't have we don't have Adam Warlock. That's the big thing. Like comic book nerds are are pretty. I think we. I think we're. Do you think we're going to see Adam? We'll get back to those two. Do you think we're going to see Adam Warlock? Not in this movie. He's just uh, being. He's just being born. He's you know Aisha is making him, and if we see him, he's going to be bad, right? Because Aisha Aisha's evil. Yeah, he'll be. It'll be him. The the guy the his name when he was considered him. Yeah. But I don't know if we see even him. Even then, he was powerful enough to, to, to fight. He's always been powerful, enough. and he's got the soul. No, what stone does he have? Yeah, he has, he lived in the soul stone. But we don't. Ha- yeah, right? we don't have the soul stone yet. All we know is yeah. like we know that Aisha is making him, and we know at one point, and this could be just a, a minor minuscule. So let me say, let me. Besides the Aisha stuff, we yeah. saw that there was. Um, the cocoon and the collectors, right? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Like, I don't know if that was just an issue. Like, a on Chuck had made a mention on that geek where that could just been overlooked. Like, they have the the cocoon and people picked up on it, and pe- they were like, "Oh shit, we uh, we have to write an Adam Warlock." Maybe, but maybe like the collector is collecting all, all the um, stones. Yeah, right. Well, he had. Um, in after Thor Ragnarok, they took the ether to the collector, right. and then they had the power stone. But that's when Karina blew up the collector's uh, lair. You know, Cosmo got out, Howard the Duck got out, and 
then they had to dance off in Guardians. <laughs> so that's you know that's where everything for that went. So I don't I don't know where all these stones. Because I was thinking maybe he collected Adam Warlock to get the the soul stone. Okay, the Nova uh, Nova Nova Corps has the the power stone. Yeah. At the end, Nova Corps got him. I um I had a theory that it's actually Captain Marvel in that cocoon. That makes sense. It connected to yeah. Because where I don't know where is she. She never does the cocoon stuff, so yep. like that's not part of her what they do. But she exists in the, in the nineties. Yeah. And she's not in this movie. And this movie's taking place post nineties. Right. Captain Marvel's also where I first saw um, Thanos. He was a uh, in the death of Captain Marvel. No, that was the best. Uh, I think still. I I think among the best. Uh, what's it called? Uh, death series. It might be one of the original, um, uh, what's the, when multiple comic books, uh... Runs? Yeah, uh, his, his death of, was pretty serious, it wasn't like super action-y, it wasn't like comic book he got cancer and he died, and, and, you know, Thanos was his number one enemy, so, it would make sense for some iteration of Marvel to show up. Yeah, and, and, and maybe a secret scene, we'll see that? Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I I, I feel like it, it should happen. Like, yeah. Well, you think um, you think that Marvel has reshot all these these scenes and have has put out all the? They said that there's going to be more post credit scenes that have been, or I'm sorry, more deleted scenes that are going to be included into the movie than anything yeah. that the Russos have put out. So, I, I mean, we're gonna have to wait till the DVD comes out, but I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna get like. It can't just. This movie can't set end and set up Ant Man and Wasp. No, this no, has no. to set up the sequel. Not only it's got to set up the sequel, it's got to set up Phase Four, right? Yeah, and you know, I'm hoping. Well, yeah, it, it's got to. I mean, at least the end of the sequel, the next movie, whatever Avengers Four, got to set that up as as. The, the stepping stones to phase four. And, you know, whoever's going to... We know Marvel will be in phase... Captain Marvel and... Guardians, Ant-Man. Guardians. Or possibly Ant-Man. I don't know where that goes after Ant-Man and Wasp. Black Panther, right. Doctor I mean, Strange. Probably one more movie. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, so, you, you would think they would all get a trilogy, right? I mean, that's what... So far, it's what's worked for them. Yeah. And the the last thing we'll talk about, and then we'll wrap up, is the Black Order. We've 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 alluded to that they're going to be in it. We've made their mentioned their names, but we can't really talk about what they're what the Russos are going to be doing with this because they've stated that the since the Black Order started in Infinity Number One in 2013, you have a lot of liberties that are going to be taken over by through uh, the Russos. Like the names we already saw, that Black Dwarf is going to be yeah, called Colossidian. Yeah, uh, they excluded Supergiant from the group, and they're going to take a lot of liberties with the character biographies and their powers and how they were used. So the stuff we talked about... Well, in, they are, they're ultimately all from one planet, right? Yeah, I believe so. And, and, well, in yeah, this, they're, they're being called Thanos' children. children. So, right. you know, it's one of those things that their whole origin story is going to be... Yeah, but they also t- say that, you know... Gamora and and Nebula are his children also, but we know that that's like he adopted them and basically tortured them. So yeah, yeah, the only child we know that Thanos has is Thane. Yeah, that's his real child. Oh, do you think we see Thane in this? I don't think so. I mean, that'd be so cool. Thane? Yeah, and um, and that could set up oh, a little bit more in the in the universe. Keep uh, bringing some bringing the Thane. It could be could be why he's interested in now i guess he's interested in in earth because we have the the stones but yeah he's he's uh he's playing the new version of pokemon go called (laughs) infinity gem go where he's just got to collect them all and then he can go home he doesn't really want to fight he just wants the stones but we want them more i think that's they just need to have like a little like another dance battle battle with peter quill and then maybe they go to a local comic book store and they throw down their cards to see who gets the most uh, Infinity Gems and they can walk away happy. 
I don't know. Could you that that would that would be the robot chicken ending of Infinity yeah. Wars? Since we're talking a lot about Avengers, um, what kind of Iron Man armor do you think it's going to be? Like the extremist armor, or well, from what we're seeing now, it, he's got like a turbine blaster under his feet. He's doing sonic blasters out of his arms. He's got the wings. I can't remember what they have what they've said, like what the fanboys have been saying it is, but. It's impressive. It, it kind of looks like a, like a praying mantis, the way he has his wings. Yeah. And he's got these the cannons. He's he's got he's got armor that he's like his best armor, I would hope. Yeah. Well, I, I you know I think I think it's the extremist that he can absorb into his body. Okay. Yeah, because he doesn't have the arc reactor anymore. Threw that yeah. away in Iron Man three. So we'll see. Yeah, and you know I my theory is that the Hulk is also controlling the Hulkbuster at some point in this movie. Well. um... To potentially give away a spoiler here, uh, Proxima Midnight's got a staff in a comic book that when she stabbed the Hulk, he felt pain and it cut him. Yeah. He, like, he automatically switched back. Yeah. So that could be a reason why that we he, he might be taking over the Hulkbuster armor because he can't turn back into the Hulk for whatever reason. Yeah. And they, they've they've made it seem like he doesn't want to turn back to Hulk because of you know he doesn't want to yeah, lose control. Anyway, yeah. But that would be that would be a great point if they made that in there. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to okay. see because April twenty seventh, five days from now, the movie's going to be in theaters, and we hope that all of our listeners see it. And when they see it, they should let us know uh, what they thought of it. Yep. Uh, in all of our social medias, like the Grays on Twitter, T H E, the Grays on Twitter, T H E G R Y S. On Facebook, we're the Galaxy Wars Podcast. On Instagram, we're the Galaxy Wars Podcast. On SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, we are the uh, Galaxy Wars Podcast. And next week, we may be doing a review on the Infinity War, if you have seen it. Or we might just do a mini-episode about uh, our time at the Great Philadelphia Comic-Con and your, oh, birth- yeah. and your birthday celebration. Yep. So uh, hit us up on all of our social medias, and we will see you next week. And thank you to our special guest, Toots, for being part of uh, our episode. Uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. See ya.